Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first ever podcast episode. I am your host, Roy Cruz, president and founder of MHS. And I'm your co-host, Adham Ibrahim, and I'm the vice president of creative direction at MHS. And we hope you tune into each podcast as we discuss many men's health-related issues and share our raw opinions in an uncut, unfiltered opinion discussion. In today's episode, we will discuss minority discrimination and stereotypes and their impact on men's mental health. We invite you all to share your opinions and feedback on our website as we hope to hear your opinion on those topics. So to start off, I'd like to have uh, introduce our first guest of the podcast, uh, Ty. Yeah, how's it going, everyone? My name is Ty. Uh, I go to Mac, as you can tell. I'm a second year enrolled in multimedia and communications. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. No, thank you for coming. We appreciate it. Glad to have you, Ty. So right now we have a pretty diverse group. Ty being a black man, I'm Egyptian, Roy's Mexican. I have a question for you guys. Uh, what type of stereotypes did you see about your own cultures kind of growing up? Where do you start? You guys want to go ahead or? <laughs> mm, I, mean, I guess we can kind of just take turns. You know, like, yeah, well, so you're a guest, I guess you can kind of go first. No, okay. no, since Ty's our yeah, guest. Go first. You can go first, Ty. Me first? Uh, all right, cool. Uh, for me, typical stuff. Uh, I don't know, aggressive, because growing up, uh, my uh, public school for elementary, sorry, my elementary school was uh, public, so it's quite diverse. We had many cultures and stuff like that, but um, once I got to uh, high school, it was dominantly uh, white, so stereotypes that I didn't really see myself, but saw gradually as the years went on and on were uh, typically that I was more aggressive that um, I mentally was slower than a lot of people and just on a very typical things you see on social media today. But at the end of it all, it's not like it was, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't like it was something that I took to heart because I don't know when my family was, my family's known for having tough skin and they kind of brought that on to our whole family. I don't know that whole, you know what I mean? Like in life, you're going to face diversity and go through things that aren't necessarily pleasant. But at the end of the day, you just got to like suck it up and just keep going forward. So yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. Typical things, but stuff like that. Yeah, no, I feel that because even like for example, I I came from Mexico like eight years ago now. So, um, even when I came here, like for me when I came, it was kind of just like a lot of stereotypes that I'd never heard before. Because in Mexico, like you know, no one really makes fun of each other for being Mexican, right? So, um, you know, coming here and you know having people say, oh yeah, like you know, you're from Mexico and you know like the cartel and like you know drugs and all of this, and I was kind of just like. You know, it kind of took me like, you know, a little bit off because I was like, oh, this is that is this going to like you guys think of Mexico, right? Like, you know, it's kind of, you know, completely unfamiliar for me. So, I don't know. yeah, like in elementary school, like I mentioned before, just with it being so diverse, it's just like if anyone were to make fun of anyone, it's like it wouldn't be serious or regarded as to anything personal, just because everyone, literally, like we had people who were Middle Eastern white black asian you name it you know what i mean so it was like it wasn't even like it was necessarily one group was more dominant than the other and even if it were to be in that case it's like we're all diverse we're all like you know what i mean coming from i don't know yeah no i feel that i feel that stuff like that i mean i've definitely experienced some of that too like coming from egypt i had a lot of people that thought like when i came here everyone was like oh like did you live in a tent like oh do you guys like ride camels around instead of cars do you guys have technology over there um, yeah. Some people that, like couldn't believe it. They're like, you know how to use a phone? I'm like, yeah. That's like kind of it's kind of universal. <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah, no, for sure. There's definitely a lot of stereotypes that like you don't. I didn't really see till I moved to Canada, and I was like, wow, that's how really the world thinks of us. <laughs> yeah, and, like it makes you kind of wonder, like you know, because I feel like a lot of kids here, like um, you know, like I kind of came here when I was like 12, right? And 
you have kids growing up and they have like they're surrounded by these like stereotypes right and you know mm-hmm. it makes you wonder like why do they think about it because i feel like they become so like, desensitized right and so you know when someone kind of like even like ty said right like when they say it you know you don't take it to heart right and you don't really take much offense to it right but you know as you start get like as you start getting older like you kind of realize like oh man like it's pretty messed up the fact that you know the like, kids are out here making fun of like you know other people for their culture and stuff and you know kind of like attaching like certain stigmas around it right so i don't know it kind of makes you wonder like you know what effects may have like you know in that person unless they grow older right Mm-hmm. Especially for others who not necessarily have that tough skin, you know what I'm saying? So, do you guys like think those stereotypes about your cultures kind of like affected you or like shaped you in a certain way as you grew up? Mm, I mean, I don't know, like shaped me, but kind of made me like realize a lot of stuff that you know I kind of felt like it was a little messed up because you know, just like Ty said, like if you don't have like the tough skin, right, like to kind of like you know be able to like not think much of it, right, like. I feel like a lot of people kind of like start believing that type of stuff, right? And so like, you know, you sometimes have like stereotypes that like, oh yeah, like, you know, Mexicans are known for like selling drugs and all of that, right? And like, you know, I feel like a lot of kids, like if they're not able to like distinguish or like, you know, make that differentiation between like the stereotype and like, you know, their culture, like they kind of grow up to like become that, you know, because they're kind of just being presented to like, oh, like this is what you're supposed to do, like, you know? Yeah, Tag along to that comment. Um, for myself, I take things in a very humorous way. Like you can tell me the darkest joke, and to be honest, I'll probably find light in it in some sort of way. I don't know. I feel like now that I sit down and actually like reflect on the whole someone saying something to you that can you know what I mean be seen as racist in one way. It's just like when you're accustomed to hearing that stuff and seeing it around you, sort of just like all right, like it is what it is. Like obviously you can step up and like fix it. You can do something about it. But now that I'm just so accustomed to it, it's just like my way of dealing with stuff like that is definitely through humor. So it's just like, um, back to what you were saying, sorry, uh, with the way I deal and the way I see it is just like through a humorous way and it doesn't necessarily like sitting with me, but who knows? Obviously I've had like those one or two like moments or even days where like you sit down, sit down and like reflect on like, you know what, are these like stereotypes necessarily true? Can they be like applied to like myself or like my family or just, yeah, just, just people of my race, you know what I mean? But it's just, like, at the end of the day, like, everyone's different in their own ways. So it's just, like, it's not necessarily fair to, like, pinpoint one characteristic or thing about someone and be like, that's what it is 24-7, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, like, even, for example, like, when we talk, like, strengths, right? Like, just like you said, like, your mechanism to kind of deal with this and not let it get to you is kind of just, like, you think about it, like, in a humorous way, right? Like, you don't think much of it. And, you know, I feel like, you know, so like you said, like, many people are different, right? And I know for sure, like, you know, some people, they might not be able to, like, handle, like, you know, certain things in a certain way, right? And so when they're presented with this, like, you know, like, stereotype or kind of joke and, you know, they kind of do take that to heart, right? And so, um, you know, I kind of feel like for those people, right, like, they do definitely have some sort of, like, you know, like, problems as they are older because, you know, they're not able to handle, like, you know, that pressure that's, like, surrounding, like, you know, like, the, the racism or, like, discrimination. And, you know, I feel like that kind of makes them in a way, kind of, like, it affects them as, like, it limits them because they don't believe that they can be anything beyond those stereotypes, right? Mm-hmm. And so they kind of feel like they have to fall into, like, that certain stereotype or, you know, they kind of need to follow within that path um, mm-hmm. because, you know, for them, it's just, that's it. That's the ceiling for them. They're not able to, you know, maybe follow certain paths that other cultures may follow, right? Like, when we talk about, like, you know, white white culture or you know like when we talk about um you know like jobs that are mostly like you know white dominant or you know 
more something that you wouldn't see a minority necessarily take on, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like many of those people don't think that they can reach those levels. Yeah, especially like to tag on to what you said as well. It's like as a youth, it's just, it's just like when you're hearing something about you repetitively, like over and over that this is who you are, this is what you do. And if this is not who you, this is not what you personally do. This is what people are assuming to you do all the time. It's just like your your understanding as a youth is like you're trying to grow into this person that you imagine yourself to be. And if it's just like this is what you're hearing all the time, you're gonna eventually become accustomed to that. And you know what I mean? You're gonna be like, all right, if this shoe is around my size, I guess it fits. You know what I'm trying to say? Rather than just make own or make sense of who they are as an actual person and what they like, rather than just something that someone else is influencing them to believe and to think. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, for sure. Because even like if you think about it, like even when Obama like became the first black president, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of people like you know, I I think like a lot of black North Americans didn't even believe that that was possible, right? Because you know you see the president is like for many generations he's been a white man, right? And so I feel like a lot of those like young boys who have like a lot of potential, but like you know it's like you know be great leaders, right? They kind of limit themselves to that point. They say, oh, like that's impossible for me to even accomplish, right? So yeah. I think that's kind of sad, you know. Made me laugh, too, because I remember when he won, I was like, wow, like, a black guy wearing a suit in a joking way. But it's just, like, as humorous and as funny as it is, it's just, like, when you really think about that joke, like, the the meaning behind it, it's just, like, all right, like, clearly there's some sort of issue behind that meaning, like, why would that be funny or why would that not necessarily be something that you can't see? You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, like, no, for sure. illiterate and so forth, yeah. Yeah, no, I, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, even, for example, like, when you think about the situation that's, like, happening, like, in the States, right, like, when Donald Trump was, like, in office, um, you know, like, the whole thing going on with Mexicans and stuff, right, like, you have people, like, you know, like, saying, oh, like, you know, like, build a wall and all that stuff, right, and, you know, it makes you think, like, all those Hispanic kids growing up in America, right, like, you know, when they heard all that stuff, like, you know, like, why white people, like, saying, oh, yeah, no, like, you know, you should go back to your country, but, like, you know, that's their country, you know, like, they were born in there, and they're kind of just, like, oh, man, like, you know, I kind of feel like those people, like those kids, especially, like they didn't feel like accepted, you know, and like in their environment. The whole thing with go back to your country, it's hard home with me because I heard that a lot uh, when I came here. Mm. Whenever I get a yeah? education. Yeah. Uh, no, re- it happened to me recently, too. I was uh, with my parents in a Costco parking lot and this person basically tried to cut us off to park. And then they looked out of the window and looked at us and they're like, this is my parking lot. Go back to your country. Go back to where you came from. And we're like, we all have Canadian passports. We all pay taxes to, we are in our country. I don't know what you're talking about. So. Would have whipped it on dash it happened at that point. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. At, at that point, my dad started freaking out. But then we just kind of convinced him to move along, keep your head down. Which I feel like it's like. Something that's kind of pushed out a lot. That's like, oh, if you experience that, keep your head down, move it along, be the bigger person. But like the fact that you have to be the bigger person in the first place, isn't a good thing. If that you makes know, any I, sense. I, I, I kind of agree. I, I agree because like it kind of makes you like suppress like certain feelings back. You know, like in in at the end of the day, like you're the one that's being put in a really unfortunate situation, and you know it's unfair, right? And so for you to have to like suck those feelings back because, you know. Well, you have to be the bigger person. You can't really say anything back or, you know, you don't want to be certainly attached to, you don't want to attach your culture with, you know, being aggressive or whenever there's confrontation, you know, always result into like, you know, like verbal violence and stuff, right? So, you know, it kind of doesn't let people kind of like express their feelings and kind of like really express what they are feeling, right? So 
I don't know. Like, I feel like it definitely has like some sort of impact on people because they're not able to speak their mind, right? So now you have like all these movements that have become like you know very extreme, right? Like as we saw in the last year, like you know all this protests and stuff. It's because like precisely because of that, right? Like I feel like people, you know, they they've gone for so long, like you know, like kind of holding everything that they've been meaning to say, and it just leads to like you know more violence. So I think like I don't know, man. That's kind of messed up in a way for me. Exactly, because when you keep playing. When you keep when you keep being the bigger person and just like taking it and moving along, it all just kind of builds up, and it's not fixing the problem. And eventually, it's all gonna have to spill out somehow. So there's that. I also think like it takes a toll on you mentally, like honestly. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of like you know, if we kind of like relate this to like mental health, right? It's kind of just like, you know, it's the same thing where you're feeling a certain way, right? Like if you're feeling sad and all that, and you're not, you know, like we know that if you don't talk about your feelings and all that, right? Like it eventually leads to a person like to fall into like a state of depression, right? Because they're not, you know, they're not getting those negative feelings out. Right. And so, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, like, you know, it's the same thing when people are kind of feeling like this discrimination, right? Like when they're not able to speak their mind, right. It's like, you know, I feel like it kind of creates more violence for sure, because you have, you don't have people like being able to talk about like, you know, the problem that's at face like right now. Right. What is that going to result at the end? It's going to make people just, you know, latch out or like, reacting in a more like violent manner right because they're feeling like they're not being heard or respected right so i kind of feel like that's how like this 2020 2021 has been going on because precisely all that generational like you know like trauma of like not being able to speak right and people are kind of tired of it so i don't know, i feel like there's a lot of things that we can for sure do better as a society which is like kind of just like you know educate people right i feel like education is a big part of it you know i don't know about like you guys but you know growing up i feel like um there's a lot of people that aren't really thought like you know respecting other people's culture and stuff and so like for me when i came to you know to canada um i've seen a lot of like different cultures like the diversity that's here like it was all new to me and like because in mexico i only saw like you know people from my country and so my parents the first thing that they taught me there was like you know like these people are from different cultures and, you know, you got to respect them because, you know, um, Canada is all about like multicultural, like, you know, like diversity and all that. So, um, and I kind of feel like that's kind of something that it's kind of like, I don't know, like it, it's kind of missing here in Canada or even in the States because people grow up with all these like cultures around them. And, um, you know, they don't, the parents don't really put a lot of focus on, you know, making sure that their kids are respecting other cultures because, you know, they're already like, you know, like living together. They're like, associating with one another so they feel like it's not as important but i feel like even just kind of like telling them like and reminding them every day like as they grow up like you know like yeah like those people are different than you but you know it doesn't mean that you gotta disrespect them in any sort of way or that you're any better than them right i feel like that's something that people here often lack for sure you know what i always thought was a good idea like what? a middle school a world cultures class that's like mandatory and because i know it's like available in some high schools and it's like an optional elective but like a world like cultures class that kind of just covers the cultures or at least the basics of like the different cultures in like middle mm-hmm. school i feel like that would be very helpful kind of mm-hmm. just like it, like kids like grow up kind of like appreciating other people's cultures like at least knowing of them yeah like i mean like, i guess that's kind of just going back to like the education right um yeah and it kind of makes you like, you know, like how how is it that we can incorporate this and kind of make it so that more people are, you know, being educated or, you know, like we're able to like teach like, you know, kids what they're supposed to be doing as they grow older, right? And um, 
you know, I don't know, like, about you, Ty, um, or, you know, even at him. Um, I, I just, like, I don't know. Um, I feel like it's very complicated, you know, when you're a kid and kind of just, like, trying to go against what, like, the adults tell you. Um, whereas, like, I don't know, like, if you guys ever had this, like, happen, but, like, you know that whatever is happening is wrong, but the adults aren't doing anything, and you're kind of just, like, standing there, like, bro, like, I don't know about me personally, I think it's, like, messed up, but I can't really do anything about it. So, I don't know, yeah, like, have you guys had that before, or...? absolutely <laughs> on so much things on so many things <laughs> like yeah. to, not even to add on a lot to what you said about that point but to like i don't know like a small little add-on to that is like the best way to summarize that would be there's a time and place for certain things to be said and for some for certain things to be interpreted you know what i'm trying to say so like let's be real like if you're 12 years old trying to like for an example, like, uh, so I know some cultures are very against, like, say, homosexuals, for an example. You know what I mean? You grow up in a family where, like, that's highly, like, something that's, like, not tolerated and so forth. And you're 12 years old, you're growing up, and your school is teaching you that you have to be not only just accepting, but more, like, you you know you know what I'm trying to say? You have to be more welcoming. Like, it's kind of, like, yeah. Welcoming. It's not, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's just, like, when you're going to one environment where that's very welcoming and you know what I mean? Loving towards just all. And then you go back home where that's something that's taught against us. Like as a 12 year old, it's like, yes, you want to talk to your parents about something that's a very, very like important topic. But it's just like, as a 12 year old, you know for a fact that your parents are not necessarily gonna like hear you out on that. But it's just like one of those, it's, it's a tough situation. You know what I mean? It's just like mm-hmm. 18 compared to being 12, there's a time and place as to where there's certain topics and discussions that are meant to be shared and meant to be talked about you know what i'm trying to say which is hard because growing up like that is your family that's who loves you that's who's gonna like care provide for you and teach you certain things in life but it's just like that's the tough part about growing up as a kid because you gotta make those own morals and make sense of things that aren't necessarily as clear as they may like as they may seem to be at the time that makes me sense it's yeah just no I, I get that for sure because even for some i feel like that describes like our generation pretty well like I feel yeah. like, um, you know, our generation is kind of like growing up to like, like develop like certain values as a whole, right? As a whole generation. And we're kind of going up against those, you know, old values that old older generations may have, right? And so I don't know if you guys seen like on TikTok or like even like certain like Instagram clips or whatever, like of people like being kicked out just because they went against their parents' words and stuff, right? And like, you know, I kind of find that messed up because like, you know, like it's kind of like putting the kids in an uncomfortable situation where they're like, you know, the parents are not being understanding of like, you know what they're doing is wrong or you know they're not being like they don't see what's wrong on what they're doing right and so like it puts the kids in an uncomfortable situation because even like ty said right like you go to an environment where they're teaching you like oh be accepting of all like you know like you have to really respect everyone right and then you go to an environment where it goes completely against that and you have like a lot more people saying for you to you know be welcoming but then you have like a small group which is your family and you know like at the end of the day like obviously you got to respect like your family and like, you know, like at the end of the, like they're, they're your people, you know? So, um, it's very conflicting. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's, it's very, I don't know. It's very, it's for sure. Very conflicting. With that, like with that being kind of like a tongue twister and you know what I mean? A, a brain, what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry. You have to keep it PG, right? Sorry. It messes with <laughs> your brain. I'm saying so with all of that triggering certain things as to what's right and what's, not acceptable it's more so just like this is like the discussion as it is it's like yeah race outside of your family is you know what i mean like there's people on the outside of your family who are going to judge you who are going to make certain labels for you and you know what i mean put that onto you but there's also things within your family 
that they may say and may try to um, influence you to think as well that may not be succept- uh, acceptable to society as is. So it's just like with all these things being put onto you as a minority as it is, you know what I mean? It's just like, what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you listen to? What do you, you know what I mean? It's more so just like it's, it's even though it may seem the discussion of race as it is, it's just like there's a lot more to it that can weigh mm-hmm. on minority as it is, which is interesting to look at. You know what I mean? Very intriguing to like, you know what I mean? Look into, but it's to be physically a part of that. It's it it weighs a lot on you. You know what I mean? So it's it's a bigger picture type thing more than it may seem just to be like race. You know what I mean? Like it ties into multiple things. And yeah. I feel like to build onto that a bit more, I feel like that's a lot where like generational prejudice comes from is people coming from families that are prejudiced or are racist and then yeah. them yeah. being kind of afraid to change to like have their own build their own morals or something that they're being taught outside because they don't want to be abandoned by their family or they don't want to go against their family's words which kind of just makes the whole issue go on from generation to generation because let's be real who wants to be vulnerable and who wants to be wrong you know what i mean yeah so, that's just, true who those two topics sorry those two things as it is it's just like with those things being like major 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 topics it's just like who do you point at who do you who do you blame for whatever it may be and how do you grow from that which is the big picture in my opinion if yeah, that makes and sense. I, but yeah no i i completely agree because I, I feel like it kind of comes down to like the ego you know like i feel like a lot of people right. um they don't yeah they don't like to be wrong man like i feel like they're not humble or like you know they're not you know like that like you said like the pride overtakes them and like they don't want to change and it's kind of just like man like you're that stubborn that you don't really see how messed up it is what you're doing like, yeah and i feel like once people start to you know what i mean nod their head and be like you know what i'm not a perfect human being once sorry this is like a, an exaggerated quote but it's like once humans can admit that they're not perfect that's how you make a perfect society you know what i'm saying yeah no i completely yeah. agree man like i, I feel like that's the that's a really strong quote for sure because i completely think that as right now like that's my man like my mindset you know like, especially like you know with this club right like that's kind of what i want to spread like you know like at the end of the day like a lot of a lot of guys you know i feel like you know we're very like some you know I, I i'm not i'm not gonna say like i wasn't prideful because i was before you know at a younger age for sure i had a lot of pride you know and i, I didn't like to be you know wrong and i didn't like to admit that you know what i was doing was wasn't right and my parents you know like they would say like oh don't do that like you know and then i would go do it and then you know <laughs> you know i kind of be wrong and i'll be like damn i should listen to my parents but i don't want to accept the fact that i should have right and so i feel like that's what like that kind of, kind of what i want to spread right even with regards to that quote it's just you know we're not perfect you know and it's okay to admit that we're not perfect you know there's a lot of things that a lot of misconceptions in our, in our heads that we're like, that we have and you know like we kind of have to accept them we we have to be willing to change we have to be willing to accept that you know what we're doing sometimes is very messed up and i think that's the only way that we can move forward with you know like topics like this right because everyone's if they're willing to change then you know they're more willing to be accepting of you know what they need to do to you know respect others or whatnot right so live learn and grow simple mm-hmm. right. and like i don't even know i don't even remember but like you know like the amount of times that you know, like, we would, like, in first year, like, we kind of just, like, sit in the washroom and talk, and you just kind of just be like, damn, bro, like, we're doing this wrong, or, like, we're messing up, and, you know, I feel like that's that's kind of, like, what it needs to come down to, like, you know, like, I guess, like, you're just, like, you and your homies or, like, your friends, right, like, you say, like, yo, bro, like, that's kind of messed up what you're doing, or I don't know, man, like, 
Hold your group accountable the same way you'd hold yourself accountable. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how, you know what I mean? Like, you, you live by doing the dumb stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how you are. Like, we're young men. We're going to do dumb stuff. That's just how it is. Like, it's university life. Blah, blah, blah. X, Y, and Z. And then learning is just like, like you said, you're sitting down, you're like, all right. Like, personally, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was fun, but like, it's kind of messed up. And then growing is like, you know what? You've gotten to the point where you yourself can't find that like acceptable and to the point where you have to physically sorry verbally share that with your closest ones who you don't like seeing mad or like feel a certain type of way to let them know that you know what in order to grow in order to be a better person you got to fix this like straight up you okay. know what i mean so yeah for sure like, for sure like give the close sign on that yeah i feel like it comes down to like the maturity too you know because i feel like a lot of people like they're not mature enough to handle the fact that their friends are like even like when they tell them they're wrong it's kind of just like they take it as a joke or whatever, right? And it's kind of like, man, like, here, can you see, bro? Like, it's not... Are, like, are the biggest... Sorry, let me PG, where's my fault? My friends are... <laughs> <laughs> my friends are the biggest critics, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like, they're always on me. They're always, like, you know what I mean? Like, on my neck and... Yeah, can't swear again. But, yeah, it's just, like, that's the way it should be. It's like... As hard as it may be on me, it's just like they want the best for me, and vice versa. So I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people don't don't see that that's what they want. Like you know, people when they're kind of on top of them saying like, "Hey, man, like you know, I think you should rethink this," and like you know, they they shouldn't get defensive because it's not like they're attacking like you know attacking that person really. Like you know, like they kind of just want the best for you and kind of like they're looking out for you and I feel like some people are not very understanding for that like they're so quick to call their friends like oh like you're fake like you're a hater you're going up against my word or like whatever right and it's kind of just like man like no I'm not being fake if anything I'm caring for you bro and that's precisely why like you know I'm telling you all of this that's the thing a lot of people can't like differentiate between like honest criticism and then someone just hating on them and that's the problem (laughs) like people Quick to be like, yeah, you're hating on me, or like that person just doesn't like you. Like, nah, like if someone cares about you and they tell you the truth straight up, I have more respect for them than someone who's gonna be behind me gassing me 24 7, you know? Yeah, like I feel like you don't want that. Like, I feel like if anything, like I much rather have someone that's like constantly criticizing me, well, not constantly criticizing me, but like you know, kind of criticizing me when I deserve that criticism. Yeah. Because if I have someone always hopping me up to like do stuff that I shouldn't be doing, then you know, it feels nice. How does that, that work? Oh, like you know what I mean? It's just like it's all good. That's yeah, thing. exactly. Like no one should want a yes man behind them. Yeah. Like, you want people to <laughs> yeah. actually. You want people to challenge you, like <laughs> tell you when I you're messing up. People are the complete opposite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just society as it is today. So it goes though. Yeah. No. I mean, we kind of like take it back to you know, you know, discrimination and stereotypes yeah. and all that, right? It's just, um, yeah. I feel like. A lot of the times when people kind of like use these stereotypes and whatnot, it kind of comes from like, you know, those people who they have those yes people behind them, you know, where it's like whatever they say, they're not being called out for it or, you know, whatever. Right. And so, you know, no one's making that effort to stop it because they're scared of talking to that person that's saying it. They give they give so much confidence to that person that they feel like they can say whatever they want. And then it's just kind of like everyone's just kind of like afraid to speak up against that. It's kind of just like, bro, come on, man. I don't know. You know what I mean? Making your friends comfortable, but I feel like you should have strong morals, not only for yourself, but what's socially acceptable, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of the times what it comes down to is just kind of like, like you said, Ty, kind of like seeing like what your circle is and 
you know who your friends are and i don't know i feel like if we want to continue to move forward and you know like continue to raise awareness for these issues like you know we, we need to start kind of like seeing within ourselves and seeing what we believe in right and so if you if that means going up against what your friends are doing and kind of just like um you know calling out people when they're doing something that they're not supposed to or saying that something that it's not right you know i guess take that initiative personally and you know that's how change is going to happen over time right over those people that decide to individually take it into their own hands and you know continue to stand up against that yeah and like you said if when you call your friends up and stuff like that it can go two ways it's like a it's either yeah they respect you and they change that themselves and then boom you guys grow together and you do your thing straight like you know what i mean you, you go on with life or b if they're completely against you and they're mocking you and joking around with you it's just like okay clearly this wasn't necessarily like your friend who was there to grow with you it was more so just like your place in that person's life was convenient for whatever the reason may be more so than actually mm. you know what i mean so like whether it's them staying there for longer or just you know what i mean cutting the ties from that point on it's just like you know where you stand with that person that's also another way to grow like within yourself and just morally as well you know what i mean it's just yeah. it's enough to like better yourself in my opinion yeah, no, I completely, I completely agree. Because even, like, me, as I grew older, like, I don't know, like, I grew up, like, well, when I came to Canada, I came to, like, a really small town. And, um, you know, it was kind of just, like, kind of, like, in a certain ways, it was very close-minded. Um, and so as I grew up, I, I kind of made, like, made sure to, like, stray away from, like, those people that, you know, they weren't willing to, like, see where their wrongs were. And, you know, like, they weren't willing to, like, change, right? And at the end of the day, like, just like Ty said, right, like, you kind of have to analyze and say, oh, like, you know, are these people really my friends? It, you know, they, they don't take me serious when I say something like this, right? Like, they don't they, they don't have the respect to kind of listen to what you're saying, right? And especially when it yeah. comes to, like, you know, standing up for something that's completely wrong, right? And it's just, you know, I, I feel like that's in those types of situations that, you know, you kind of have to, like, just remove yourself and say, you know what, man, have it your way. You're, you're clearly very close-minded. You're not going to get out of this little idea that you have in your head, so... You know, I kind of just gotta walk away. Sucks, but you gotta respect it, you know. And that's why you—that's why you mature for sure. Nah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of diversity out there, and I feel like everyone can kind of learn, like, you know, a lot from different cultures. And I feel like that's what the one thing that I really liked about Canada was that, like, um, you know, there was so many different cultures, and they, you know, the way that cultures kind of do certain things, certain holidays that they celebrate and stuff. And I was like, I really like grew an appreciation for that. And I was kind of like bro like you know how can you hate on this or like you know like how can you not like this because well no one thing about me i love food you know and so like when i got to taste like all this like different types of food i was kind of like damn bro before really be making fun of these like food right like because i have like you know my best friend he's indian you know shout out andy but um you know like you know indian indian food is just so good man and i remember when i came here like people were always like i heard, I heard all this thing like oh you know like Indian food doesn't look good, like, all this and that. And I was like, bro, have you tasted it, man? It tastes amazing. Like, what are you saying? Like, what? Like, and I don't know. Like, and, they, like, all these jokes, like, from certain cultures and stuff, like, I kind of just felt like they were very close-minded because, like, it doesn't really apply once you, like, get to, like, you know, like, see beyond, like, you know, the, that stereotype and kind of, like, like, go out there and really try it. And, you know, that's, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people can really start doing that. Like, and I feel like a lot of people who said who say stuff like that, like they haven't even tried it. Like, they they just hear other people say that, and then they're like, I guess that's I guess that's how it is, and then they just go with it. But it's not true. Like, 
And that's the thing too, just being close-minded, you're just limiting yourself from experiencing like all these different things and all these different cultures. Like the real big loser at the end is the person who is close-minded, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. People are so quick to talk and not to listen. And that's the biggest part about like growing as a person and just like society as it is today. It's just like, imagine if you were to hear two more people rather than try to talk to those two people about your personal things, how much more you'd learn. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I understand exchanging information. Like, you know what I mean? If you had, if there's three of you, you know what I mean? Understanding one another. But like, if you enter a room, the first thing you want to do is talk to them about, you know what I mean? Yourself rather than hearing them out. It's just like, you're missing mm-hmm. on them more that could possibly like enhance you as a person like you never know like yeah and i guess i kind of have like a question with you guys like you know like i don't know about like you ty or like you know like adam or anything like um you know kind of what is like your opinion on like when people say like oh like you know this person kind of like culturally appropriating like my culture and stuff and like you know um kind of saying that oh they're not really respecting my culture because they're you know taking it to themselves and stuff like what do you what do you guys think about that see uh, do you want to oh, go first, time? Go first for this one. That's all you. I want first laugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So here's the, my opinion about cultural appropriation. It's um, I think it depends on how the person does it. If they do it out of a place of respect, I think it's completely fine. But then if they do it out of a place of ignorance and it comes off as disrespectful, then I don't see that as fine. So for example, if let's say someone who is a Muslim is walking into a mosque if they dress up in the, the culture wear that you're supposed to wear to a mosque i don't see that as culture appropriation i see that as them kind of respecting the culture and embracing it but like if someone dresses in in like a muslim outfit to go to a party or something to dress up to like because they think it looks nice or something i feel like that's coming more like like that's for more the disres- halloween parties like for a halloween party to? example yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i feel like that's more disrespectful like you don't really you don't really understand what the like the outfit is meant to like represent what like the culture implications behind it mean you're just doing it to like for like a part of like a costume party or something i feel like that's disrespectful mm-hmm. yeah what are, what are your feelings on that high <laughs> <Not, laughs> like, pretty much like got it down packed for the most part my thing with it like i said i humor you know what i mean it's just like if i see something that's wrong like depending on the day it's either a like i just shake my head and i just move forward you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's like there's only so much you can say and do to like you know what i mean get your point across but then there's also the other day where it's just like if i feel it like personally triggering where at to the point where i have to go up to that person let them know like my sense or two it's just like at the end of it all it's like i feel like if you don't have a well understanding or if you feel like something looks appealing but not necessarily like valuing the meaning behind something especially like clothes to say like you know mm-hmm. what i mean like especially clothes it's just like there's so many ways you can go about doing that you know what i mean it's just like yeah that's something and appreciate it but the fact you have to go out of your way and put that onto yourself with not necessarily understanding the meaning behind it or to feel like you're entitled to that i feel like that's the the problem behind it like i feel like once someone feels entitled to something that they don't necessarily have any knowledge or any clue as to like the value of it i feel like that is Mm -hmm. but like like what adam has said pretty much got it like straight on that's yeah no i precisely i i asked that i asked that question because like you know i kind of feel like um there's also like two sides to the story right when it comes to like you know discrimination all that because 
um you know you have like these minority groups sometimes like i feel like um well actually it's not even the minority groups i feel like sometimes it's like even other people speaking for that culture right and they get offended for it because the other day i saw a post where it was like you know or like on twitter i, I went on and, and i saw that people were calling like dog for races for um you know saying the message like oh stay at home in different languages right and it was kind of just like man like i feel like that's that's I, that, that's what i'm saying i feel like sometimes it's like you know it's, it's like very like it's very far-fetched and it's just like like they're kind of like like pick around and stuff and it's kind of just like i find it like a little bit you know counter kind of like kind of productive because you know i feel like cultures it, like we deserve that like that respect right like you know like if you have your own culture like you're you deserve that respect right and when people like kind of like you know really try to respect your culture and all of that you know like and they're doing their best and they're not doing something like out of harm's way right and like even for example when people you know they do things that are like mexican like you know like cinco de mayo or whatever like here in canada like people were celebrated and stuff and they don't even know what they're celebrating you know so um i kind of feel like it's still like you know regardless like to a certain degree like you know instead of like being mad about it in a certain way just kind of like you know understand see like try to understand where they're coming from if they're coming from like a disrespectful point of view then like for sure then like you have to definitely stand up because that's the whole point of like you know putting an end to it but you know if they're kind of doing something out of like you know kind of like trying to be more accepting and kind of like you know respect that then i feel like it's better to kind of like you know teach that person and kind of just like guide them properly and maybe like if they did something like wrong if they stepped at like a boundary they weren't supposed to without meaning to like you know instead of going ham at them like you know make them understand like hey you know like i feel like you know you can go about like go about it this way instead of doing this right and i feel like that's sometimes what we fail to do yeah because i feel like there's a lot of i don't know like, i don't know if i should call it misguided anger but when a lot of situations like this happen most of the time the person is just like ill-informed or like they don't know enough they don't know what they're doing is like causing harm and a lot of people just lash out on them instead of like trying to educate them and that's always yeah. in my opinion just like a really bad method of going about things like this happened i think like last year like in 2019 uh, Rihanna had uh, a bikini walkway for like, one of her fashion shows and then she played a song that sampled a verse from the Quran and everyone was freaking out on Twitter and social media saying oh cancel Rihanna when in reality she just didn't know that the song had a Quran verse in it and she didn't know the implications of it so it was just like the group that surrounded her didn't inform her well she wasn't well informed and then everyone mm -hmm. just kind of freaked out at her which she like didn't do it on purpose to like hurt Muslims she just kind of didn't know. And instead of people trying to, like, educate her and let her know why she, she did was wrong, everyone was just, like, you know, like, burn her down, like, bring her down, like. Mm -hmm. The only personal note I have in that regard, kind of, is, for example, like, back when we can go out before COVID, um, at, like, parties, like, a social setting where, like, say a song is on and the N-word comes up and then... People who are not of the color, like, scream at the end, we're, like, loud and stuff. It's just, like, it's either my friends or the person who said it, like, will make eye contact with me and stare at me for reaction. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, like, fight or flight type mode. But for me, it's just, like, oh, like, obviously look at them. And there's, like, two ways that I, I see it. If, like, they look at me and it's just, like, okay, I apologize. Like, I, I'm not meaning that way. It's just in the song. It's just, like, it's all good. Just, you know what I mean? Just try to refrain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. But if it's someone who's looking at me, like, feeling entitled more so, just, like, what's the issue? It's in a song. That's where I see it as, like, problematic. Because the way I see it overall is, like, if someone knows that there's a word and a strong meaning behind it and they look at me 
for not necessarily reassurance for it's okay. Like, you know what I mean? To ask if it's okay is kind of messed up in my opinion, but it's just like, you know what I mean? You could either like be the typical angry person and have someone just, you know what I mean? Like looking at as like the typical angry person. You just like, you know what I mean? Just wants an excuse to fight or you can go about it in a respectful way. Or it's just like, you look at them, it's like, obviously you're uncomfortable. And it's just like, if you know that it's not okay and just simply not to do it again, it's just like, mm-hmm. boom, that person learned. You know, like check your social surroundings or just before you even check yeah, your social we'll surroundings. Go, it goes yeah, back know, to the respect yeah. thing, right? It's yeah. like the respect thing. Yeah. It's like you right. look at people, you're like, okay, I shouldn't say this right now. Like, you know, like you, like you yeah. said, Ty, like it's the time and place. You know? Exactly. Even if you say it behind closed doors, it's like, come on, like fix up. At the end of the day, it's just like exactly. one of those, like looking at them in general. That's that's the thing for me. It's just like, I won't go off on them, but I'll obviously look at them like, yo, like that's not cool. That's uncomfortable. And it's, it's just like, I feel like, if someone were to react in pit, like, I'm not the type of person to, like, flip out like that, but I know there's at least every one of my, like, you know what I mean, friends of color would. But me personally, mm-hmm. just because like, just they would lash out and do that doesn't mean I necessarily have to. So the way I view it is, like, mm-hmm. why why give the typical, like, you know what I mean, like, reaction that someone's expect expecting mm-hmm. when I can do it in my personal way in some in a way that I find, like, you know what I mean, some a way that I can find that is effective, you know what I mean? And it's just like if they know that's not cool, it's like okay, it's nothing more to say. It's like yo, like chill, never again, please. Mm-hmm. Like just never again. And then yeah, well that's kind of like how the stereotypes came to you, right? Because people like are expecting like a certain reaction, right? And so it's like I'll stare you, like stare you down, not a problem. But like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. uh, be in your face yelling you and stuff. It's just like fix up. But if if the person feels entitled, then you know what? Like whatever happens at that point happens. But you get the point. You know what I mean? It's just like. I'm not quick to be like angry and stuff like that, but whatever. If if the person's like open minded and they know that they're in the wrong, it's just like, all right, you can have that quick little discussion, fix it up. But if the person's ignorant as it is, like what's the point of even like you know what I mean? Trying to yeah. a teacher act like you know what I mean, that you can influence this person who clearly doesn't care enough, feeling comfortable to say something like that that makes plenty, like a handful of people uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know so for sure. I feel that. I feel that. You can't teach someone who doesn't want to be like taught. If that makes any sense, or like isn't open to that. Yeah, that's someone like, else. You can't, yeah, so, like that's like the whole idea of like you can't change someone who's not willing to change, right? Yeah, like that's someone yeah. else's job. You're not mine. Yeah, because it comes down to like personal, like you know, like your own personal things. Like you know, are you willing to change or not? Like I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, with those types of situations, um, it comes down to like you know, like the other person. It's both parties for sure. It's like the approach that you take when you go and kind of like, like you said, like how you approach it and like what, what reaction you give and how the other person really like is willing to like listen to. And I feel like, um, that first moment, that first like initial, like, you know, like where they start to speak, like both people, like both people, like it really comes down to the tone because if one person comes in a hostile way, I feel like people would like just get really rattled and you know, like things just start getting out of control, right? You start losing them. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, we're all athletes. You know? Is this an athlete thing specifically or is it like a minority thing? It's a minority thing. Cruz, you, you play sports yourself? or? Yeah, I used to play football. Okay, even better. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, like as an athlete, it's like, bro, like the amount of times you could have like because of your coach or like, you know what I mean? Swing at your... Yeah, no, I feel you like, for sure, man. It's like... If I'm doing that every single day after school, it's just, like, the last thing I need to do is continue that same energy. Like, you know what I mean? At a social setting where you're supposed to have fun and stuff like that. I so it's just like, agree with that, man. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's just, like, having... You're, you're, you literally grow up 
having some sort of discipline or some sort of like controlling yourself and just being, you know what I mean? And if you were to lash out, not only is that going to ruin your image as a minority as it is, but it's also going to ruin your image for your team. Like it, it goes way more than just you. Like you, you affect, <laughs> you affect your race, if that makes any sense. And as well as like the yeah. team that you're representing, like your family, like everyone else. So it's just like, it, it goes way beyond than just encountering the person one-on-one. You know what I'm trying to say? No, for sure. Because even for example, when you think about like sports, like, you know, especially football, right? Like, your yeah. coaches like it's very disciplined like you know like sport like you have to be very disciplined your coaches they're, they're so quick to like punish you if you're not being like you know respectful of everything right so um yeah. you know just like you said right like i feel like um like when you when you have those encounters with other people mm-hmm. it's either you make an enemy or you make a friend right and it's just kind of yeah. like um if you kind of make that person associate you know your culture or you know, your ethnicity, right, with, like, a certain way, right, they will take that with them, you know, and I feel like um, that's a very important point, because if you're taking it in a certain manner, right, like, and you're making it, like, you know, very hostile and very hard for, you know, people to be open to listen to you and stuff, right, like, you know, I feel like all you're going to do is just make an enemy that's potentially going to make other enemies, because it's like, a, it's like a chain reaction, right, if they had, like, an encounter, people love to speak from, like, experience, right, and so, um you know they go about it they have the experience and then they go tell their friends like oh yeah like this person man horrible to deal with them i don't like dealing with this type of people right and so like you know that's like a make or break type of moment right it's like either you make a friend or you know you make or you break that you know like that communication between both people right so so i don't know about you guys but i know for sure it's just like you said you play football and i know adam plays rugby it's just like we have these grown ass, sorry, these grown. <laughs> we have grown men hitting us like every single day after school. Like we're physically being abused. I guess you could bring my call. Like leave, I won't let some random kid. Like you know what I mean? Like verbally. Yeah, you're, not, you're not gonna let him break you. Like simple yeah. as that. It's just, like there's way know. more to it than that. But at the same time, it's like even though we may see that as like the positive way of going about things, it's just like. It could also be a negative as well, because it's like, if we're not verbally or we're not physically doing something about it to get that message across, it's just like, what do you do? So with that mm-hmm. approach that I mentioned earlier, it's just like, that's kind of the best way that I can go about it until I can, I can think of a different way to do it or until I, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, look more into it. Then it's just like, that's my issue at that point. But I just feel like as of right now, that's kind of the best way that I personally go through it. And who knows? Mm-hmm. So I may figure out a different way, but I don't know. That's just me. I don't know about you guys, but how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, what are you saying? You can go first. Oh, well, I, I guess, like, I kind of just, like, the way that I feel about that is, like, I feel like you brought up a good point, Um, you know, where it's, like, what's, like, the middle ground, right? Because you can't be too quiet to the point that, like, you know, you're not showing that you're serious about it. Yeah. Well, you also can't be too aggressive to go to, like, a point where you're, like, saying, that, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm being very extreme about this and, you know, like, this is war, right? It's, like, and I feel like that's, like, the whole thing, right? It's kind of just, like, you know, what do you do? I feel like it's been like a whole gen- like generational thing where it's like, you know, we had people like maybe generations that have been more verbal and less physical. And then they weren't taken, they weren't being taken serious because there wasn't that, you know, hostility or like that seriousness behind it. But then now we have like a group of people that are being really hostile and very like, you know, physical, but they're not being taken serious precisely because of that. They're just being violent. And so it's kind of just like, man, like, you know, what can we do as a, like as a whole, right. To, you know, find that middle ground and find that like equilibrium, right. Where it's like, you know, we're not being too much of one or the other, right? And so, exactly, yeah. I agree with you. 
So this is changing the topic a little bit, but Ty has brought something similar to this up a, a, a bit so far. But I don't know if you guys have experienced this. I've experienced it personally. But like coming from a minority, uh, you guys feel that pressure where like any like social interaction that you have will probably leave like an impression on your entire culture or like ethnicity in the person yes, that you're talking bro. with. Because whenever I'm talking with someone, I'm always scared I'm going to do something wrong, say something wrong, that that person now is going to think, oh, all of Egyptians are like this guy. So that's something, mm-hmm. that's a stress that I've, uh, I'm always living with, like 24-7 whenever I'm talking with anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll tap into this a bit more just because, like, I'll easily lose track of the things I'm thinking about just because, I don't know, that's just how I am. But <laughs> the best way that comes to me is uh, high school to university. So high school, grade 9 or whatever, coming from... I, I lived in a very ghetto area my entire life, pretty much. So mm-hmm. going to this, I went to a private school for uh, oh, what's it high school. Yeah, so it was a completely different setting. So um, I remember grade nine or whatever. I'm like, all right, uh, dominantly like you know what I mean, like non-colored people with mm-hmm. who are financially like superior than me. It's just like, all right, how can I fit quote unquote fit in with these people who mm-hmm. don't necessarily have anything in common with me besides liking sports. Yeah, no, it's just like, all right, I'm not, I'm not angry 24-7, just because, you know what I mean? It's just like being in a ghetto area, I don't have a lot to, you know what I mean? Necessarily, like, look forward to besides whatever, like, you name it. Just I don't have much to offer type thing, if that makes any sense. But, um, you know what I mean? Just being, just being black as it is with all those stereotypes behind that, and as well as, like, playing sports, it's just like, all right, I'm not that smart. All I ever do is play, um, you know what I mean? All I ever can do and talk about is uh, sports, like football as it is. So what can I do to do that? All right, so I went out of my way to be nicer to people. You know what I mean? That was taking advantage mm-hmm. of it. Also went out of my way to speak in a way that wasn't necessarily like me. You know what I mean? Like less slang, less like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, more proper, if that makes any sense. And then I realized that I was just killing who I was as a person. I was going out of my way to be something that I couldn't necessarily like, you know what I mean? Like relate to or um, mm-hmm. see as acceptable to myself. You know what I mean? Just kind of killing myself in that sort of way. So... As years went on, I realized that, you know what, I can't be killing myself to do all these things to please other people. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you want to make friends because that's just how high school is. But it's just like, yeah, going about it the wrong way. So obviously I fixed that up, whatever. Cool, so be it. And then with it being in university, like first year, you're, you know what I mean? I don't know about you guys, but you're, I've definitely met like a lot of people. And being black on the football team, it's just like, all right, like minority uh, uh, athlete, blah, blah, blah. And then... You know what I mean? Talk about that. Talk about that. And then it's city is like Ari's right, from Toronto, so they'll bring up like, <laughs> like rap, like rappers that I just can't stand at all. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Music that I can't relate to, but this is all like tied to the fact that you know what? Like he's black, he's an athlete, and he's from Toronto. Like that easy. Like I got this. Like easy for me to have a conversation with about things that mm-hmm. a I can't stand and b just things that I just could care less about. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. it's like. Socially, you don't want to be like, hey, I don't like that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, who who, who do you want to talk to? Like, hey, yeah, you, you can't really say it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that's not really me, bro. Exactly. So after, like, the first couple of, like, you know what I mean? Like, social settings or whatever, I would, like, I would jokingly go about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I completely love him. Like, that's my favorite artist and this and that. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. like, it's just, like, you can't, like, once people make stigmas like that towards you, it's just, like, they already have a paint a picture painted of you that you yourself can't even, like, you know what I mean? Show to someone. And I feel like, I don't know, it's kind of on a deeper level, but it's just like once someone does that about you and towards you without even having a chance, you know what I mean? Express yourself. It's just like those type of people, 
personally, you know what I mean? I keep them at a, like, at a certain distance. It's like, yeah, okay, I get the effort behind it, but it's just like, once someone already makes a stigma, or once someone has a perception about you without even you, without you even giving a chance to like necessarily explain yourself, it's just like it kind of defeats the whole purpose of like yeah. who you are as a human, if that makes any sense. So it's kind of like past the deep point, but it's just like yeah, the whole stigma behind who I am and like what I um value, if that makes any sense. Like the person already. I agree. Yeah. I, I I agree. I agree for sure. Because even for example, like going back to what Adam said, like I don't know, like like what he was talking about, like oh, like you feel like you represent your whole culture, right? And it's just like kind of like you know when i see people like in the way that they think about you know mexican culture right it's kind of just like you know i don't i kind of just don't want to like associate it with you know oh yeah we we drink a lot of alcohol or you know we're great party people bro like yeah like okay like you know i kind of want them to have like a good image say like you know like mexican people are nice you know they're they're really good people and you know they're people that you can always rely on and that's kind of like what i kind of bring up with myself because i feel like you know just like adam said like i do represent my culture and i do represent like you know the opinions that people will have about my culture, right? And so, like, you know, going back to the point that I made about, like, you know, making a friend or, you know, making an enemy, like, you know, I want that person to kind of leave, you know, with that, with the impression that, you know, Mexican people are nice and Mexican people are not necessarily just the stereotypes and they're, you know, but they're beyond that. And, you know, that's kind of what I always try to, like, you know, like put into place where it's like, I try to always, you know, show the best of me and, you know, like make sure that, you know, people can respect me and you know also my culture and say that you know what like you know i guess i shouldn't really attach those stereotypes to that to that culture because you know they're not really like that and i kind of show them that you know those stereotypes are beyond mexican people you know and so it's just that's kind of how i feel about it too you know just representing my country my culture you know like my people and yeah i mean i don't know man it's very uncomfortable for sure though when you're put into the spot when people have certain ideas of how or like things that you do like and things that you don't like and then they're asked they're like presenting you with them and then you're just kind of just like man how do i tell them that i don't really like this you know mm-hmm. yeah it's like so uncomfortable on both parts and even to like add on a little bit to what you said it's like with being nice for an example because like i'm not to like brag myself but i feel like i'm a pretty genuine person so like when i do something nice it's not like I think of it as like, yeah, I did that for you or anything like that. So like, but that being said, and I've seen this like myself, for an example, like at work, like I'll see one of my coworkers help someone, they'd be like, okay, thank you. And then say if I were to help them, they'd be like, oh, wait, whoa, like, wow, thank you. And then like kind of changing their demeanor. It's just like, they already have mm. the, I come off as like aggressive, but when I'm like being pretty genuine, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they like, hit them. They don't know what to say. <laughs> They're just like, wait, like, why, like, why are you nice? Like, why aren't you like, you know what I mean? It's just like, they're surprised. I'm like, no, like, I work here. Like, this is who I am. Like, I don't know why you would think otherwise, but like, fair enough, I guess, to each his own. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. like positive things. They're not like saying this stuff out loud. It's just like the meaning behind it or the message behind it is like, it can be perceived that way for sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Not for yeah. sure. I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, I guess like, um, you know, I guess to wrap, like, wrap things up and, you know, kind of just, like, um, come to a conclusion, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, things like that, like, you know, like, stereotypes, you know, discrimination, and, you know, like, as people grow up with those, like, stereotypes and discrimination, like, I feel like it's up to, like, you know, us as, like, our people from our own culture to kind of, like, stand up for ourselves and, like, you know, our cultures and say, you know what, man, like, I'm gonna prove this person that, you know, we're beyond those stereotypes and that we really are you know great people and stuff and then you know i guess it's all, like also to like the outside fault like you know like like they have to challenge themselves to you know try not to like 
fall susceptible to those stereotypes and believe them and you know like kind of like make sure that it doesn't get passed on to their to like their future generations right like their kids and stuff like making sure that they don't grow up hearing those stereotypes and you know like hopefully like you know we can potentially come to like a point where you know those stereotypes are not really something that are like around you know so yeah and most importantly to yourself too you know what i mean like i know you mentioned before like for your culture and you know what i mean like getting rid of the stigmas and just you know what i mean bettering the image of what people or the perception that people have of it but it's also more so like growing yourself too you know what i mean like using your culture to like i'm not necessarily saying there's some things about certain cultures that aren't good you know what i mean but it's like notifying like the things that aren't necessarily morally acceptable to yourself as well you know what i mean it's just mm -hmm. like growing through your culture and growing through yourself as well like like pick you your poison type of thing exactly like have your own voice yeah. as well as like just trying to represent your culture all the time you know what i mean yeah no for sure i agree i, I completely agree yeah. anything you guys say at him i mean honestly i think you guys covered everything like there's just so many like implications of like prejudice and little things that like there is like big effects of prejudice like stuff at, at workplaces and like getting jobs but there's also all the little things that kind of build up and like you don't really see them on the surface or you don't see them if you're on the outside but there's just so many little things that build up and they just sometimes they get as big as those big implications uh but a lot of it is definitely unnoticed but i think that's it really yeah, no, actually, I, I, I think that's that's a good way to wrap it up, to be honest. Um, I want to thank you so much yeah. for uh, agreeing to come on here and talk with us. For this hour. You know, we really appreciate it, bro. It's, like, okay. It was great to have you here. No, I appreciate you guys having me. It was a good talk, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, sounds good, bro. Okay, um, well, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, and we hope to see you here on our next episode where we might talk on another topic. Um, and we're going to for sure talk about like men's health in general. So we hope you enjoyed and we hope that you guys have a great time and we hope to see you later. We'll see you guys later. Goodbye.